This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and pop more kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Hey everybody, <clears throat> um, let's see what it says on the paper this week. <laughs> My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you from the UCB Theater in LA. Uh, this particular time after Comedy Death Ray. Uh, did everybody here tonight or most of you enjoy the special Halloween show that they did this week? <laughs> I saw parts of it. It was crazy. They had uh, Kanye rest in peace was the big closing number. That was amazing. Uh, it's Tuesday, October 26, 2010. Uh, there's a new pay-to-listen episode of Doug Loves Movies on iTunes now. Hopefully it's $1.99. I think it was the last time I checked. But for some reason, when it first went up, the price was 
9.99, which probably isn't worth it. Um, the show was taped in Orange County with probably uh, the most disinterested crowd I've ever done ever done the podcast for and that's dating all the way back to the very first I Love Movies before Comedy Death Ray before anybody knew what it was and was just like what is this thing before this other show we came to see and uh, yeah it was it was weird it was like is like a comedy club on a Tuesday night where just like a lot of re- people just came in wanting to see a stand up comedy show and they got a you know arcane movie trivia game instead <laughs> so uh they weren't that into it. But some people were into it. Some people had name tags, and it was cool. And, um, yeah, so I'll just have to be more careful about, like, where I do live shows in the future out on the road. Uh, we'd done one in Irvine before, and it went great, so I just assumed it would go great again. But whatevs. Uh, I had a great time out there with my guests, Doug Millard, Chris Porter, and Brendan Walsh. So check it out when the price comes down. And the price is reasonable, then go get it. Um, not sure if I'm going to see the new Hillary Swank joint. Um, it's called Conviction, and that tells me two things. One, that the actors are going to work really hard. And, and two, so am I. So I don't think I'm going to go... How many Oscars does Hillary Swank need? Like, does, does she have three shitters in her house? <laughs> Um, November 4th and 15th are the final two, not the final two, but the last two nights of uh, tapings for the first season of the Benson Interruption in Los Angeles at the Music Box Theater. You can still go to DougBensonTickets.com to get on the list to get into one of those. And speaking of that, my guests tonight are the same three comedians you'll see if you watch the premiere episode of The Benson Interruption on Comedy Central on Friday, November 4th at midnight. November 5th, technically, but whatever. (laughs) Please welcome Nick Swartzen, Nick Kroll, and Chris Hardwick. Weird face you were making. All right, you you could talk into the microphone. It's a podcast. Could you describe the face? I'm a podcast listener. (laughs) I made an interesting discovery when I had the three of you uh, as guests on my show. You all have ick in your names. Yep. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Think about it. (laughs) Smart humor goes over some people's heads. You've got an interesting seat over there, ma'am. All right, so. do you want to move? She started to respond. She had a, like a full sentence bad. worked out in reaction to my, me pointing out There's she's some in a weird front spot. row seats. She's if in you the want. president's box over there on the side. Uh, yeah, come sit with all these dudes over here. This is also the smallest crowd we've had in a while because this is super late at night. What time is it? It's like midnight or something, right? It's fucking noon. November 2nd. <laughs> it's noon on Nick Swartzen time. <laughs> on pretend time, it's noon right now. <laughs> Have you guys been watching pretend time on Comedy Central? Have you really? Do you like it or no? All that clapping was, was pretty positive. That's a know. thing I heard of! <laughs> 
No, I said, who's watching it? And why would they watch? Why would they be watching it if they didn't like it? I thought they were just being nice. They'd see more. They've been watching it, but all, just with the sound. Applaud off. if you've <laughs> applaud if you've seen more than one pretend time. Yeah! That's what I'm saying. Wow, thank you. So they didn't come back a second time. That's awesome. Can I shit. ask a question? When yeah. you put out a show with your name on it to both of you, is it incredibly stressful? Yes. Do you feel a constant judgment of your comedy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I'm more stressed I, I out about his pre- show than mine, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> every time I've seen Nick over the last, how long you've been working on that thing? A year or two? Yeah. Uh, every time I see you, you're like, sketch is so hard. Like, you're always it's, like, was, you're always like, seem like you're working way too hard. It was a thousand times harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I was like, I'll just show up and just put on a mustache. <laughs> I was like, no, no, it's so much more. So, yeah. But yeah, having your name on it, because I didn't want my fucking name on it. Right. And then they were like, yeah, just have your name on it. Put your name on it. I'm like, put your name on it. Put your name on it. (laughs) I take that that back. (laughs) That'd be be weird if they called it Anonymous's pretend time. (laughs) Pretend time? Just with a question mark. The Anonymous interruption. When does your show start airing, Douglas? Pretty soon. I just said, uh, November (laughs) November 4th at midnight. I got the coveted midnight slot. No way. (laughs) Yes. So wait, is that... Does that mean it airs at on November fourth at no, midnight, or is it November third at midnight? It's noon no, it's at November fifth. <laughs> November fifth. It's midnight. technically November fifth. Yeah, yeah. November fifth so, at so noon. It, so it's so, <laughs> wait. So stop wait. saying that. People are going to tune in at noon. Wait, is so your show at noon? What the fuck are you doing? Comedy. Yes, it is. Wait. So it, so it's it Friday is now. I'm changing it. I'm changing it. They can't yeah, show your show anytime before ten p.m. I bet. Because no. it's dirty. It's so fucking it's a dirty. Dirty show. If you haven't seen it, it's every episode. Aren't, wait, has isn't blood. My, my sketches on it tonight? Right. Me and Nick Kroll had our sketches on tonight. Where? Well, I don't want to ruin. Don't it. Don't ruin it. All right. <laughs> Tune in in the past podcast. Yeah, this isn't. Uh, we're, we're not live podcasting. You. Uh, so wait. So it's November. It's, it's, it's Friday, November fifth at midnight. But technically, that's November sixth. Right? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, well, I'm glad we cleared that up. Yes. yes I feel like right. we just did an awful who's on first for the fucking <laughs> new millennium. Without any joke structure. Yeah. Wait, I don't understand the concept Wait, of who's time. who's on the podcast? Technically. Pretend time. <laughs> <laughs> Credits. It's anything from midnight to like 3 a.m. or so. It's a confusing thing to have to tell people about. Yes. Like like Jimmy Fallon, like in prime time, they'll say tonight on Jimmy Fallon, but he doesn't come on till after. I got I day. got into a Twitter argument because uh, yesterday on October 25th, I said I said uh, 25 years ago tonight, Doc Brown gets m- killed by Libyan terrorists, or does he? Right. And all these people were like, uh, technically, it was October 26th because it was after midnight. And I had to explain like, well, I know, but when. Marty saw him. He was like tonight, so it still was the fucking the twenty fifth to them. So I, I just went and saw that. I was in San Francisco and I saw Back to the Future in the theater uh, for the anniversary. Nice. And we, I was told that we we're going to go see it at twelve thirty, and I was like, okay, great. I'll we'll go after my shows. He meant twelve thirty. In the afternoon. But uh, all your clocks have been set 20 minutes ahead. Shit, yeah, that's yeah, a good reference. Absolutely. That is a solid reference. Can I ask you a question about that movie? Okay. Yeah, what let's was, talk about movies. Is that cool? Is that all right? I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry to interrupt about that other stuff. What? I was re-watching that movie I hadn't seen in a while. I was like, the idea, like, 
today they would have to have some reason as to why Michael J. Fox was m- good friends with a mad scientist. <laughs> they were fucking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you see in the backstory, yes, but there's no reason. Like, Marty, for it. I got these big speakers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> Oh, you blew him out. That's okay. But speaking of blowing things, I lost all of the Von Braun's family fortune building a DeLorean and on the rape trial. Uh, yeah, the multiple it, rape trials. <laughs> they lumped them all into one mega rape trial. <laughs> like a class action suit, Marty. Wish I could go back in time and undo all that, but I guess I won't. I'd rather see the Old West. <laughs> Does this reopen a whole wound for Stoltz? Yes. Well, now the, the, the new DVD, the 25th anniversary DVD and Blu-ray is going to have footage of Stoltz because they shot for a week with him. Yeah, yeah. I heard it was him. more than a week. It was just a week. It was I, actually a, it was actually a while. It was like it was several weeks. I saw the thing with Zemeckis and he was talking about it. And they might be spinning it differently. They, for sh- the, they show they show footage of it. And he says he literally went in with Spielberg and was like. There's, this is not as funny as it's supposed I mean, he basically said Stoltz is not playing it funny. It's not funny. Right. And Spielberg was like, well, let's do it. But they said the do. same thing when Michael J. Fox did Mask. Yep. They said, this, right. is this is too funny. too funny. This is hilarious. It's supposed to be. And it should not be. Yep. So Eric won that one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Are you trying to tell me I have some kind of rare bone disease? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Mallory! Um, Cut! Stop Mallory. improvising that! <laughs> You're fired. Get Stoltz. <laughs> yeah, I want to see Stoltz in there, though. I want to see it. I think it'd be interesting. Because he's a good actor. Yeah, man. I've never he's good as disliked shit. Eric. Yeah, he's totally good as shit. I liked him in Say Anything. Do you remember what he was in Say Anything? Yeah, he was like, he was, first of all, he was a PA on Say Anything. What? Yeah, Eric Stoltz went through this weird thing where he would take real jobs while he he was Franco'd it? While he was a known actor. (laughs) Yeah, he totally Franco'd it. He Franco'd first. (laughs) And on fucking Say Anything, he was a PA for the entire movie. Not by I swear to God, it's something I either heard or made up. Stoltz, (laughs) one of those two. I heard that Stoltz was the stand in for the boombox and Say anything. <laughs> so he tells yeah, he just had to lift. Moment. That was shot. Yeah, and Stoltz had to go in your eyes. Like he had to sing it out. So awkward. Hey, it was yeah, so true. Didn't work out. Uh, Wait, you were about. That to was see. shot in uh, the. They had shot that after the movie was done. They shot John Cusack holding the boombox, and they put him in Amelia Earhart Park in North Hollywood. Really? <laughs> yeah. I heard that that the original cut of that movie is Cusack's like a a dick. And they were like, you gotta make him more likable. Like, they went back and reshot stuff to make Lloyd more likable. Or I made that up. I'm not I sure what so. that is. I think that one's made up. <laughs> it's fair. Maybe they did, but he's so fucking likable. There isn't really a scene likeable. where he's unlikable, I don't think. I know. You sure you're not talking about the dad? Because he goes to prison and shit. <laughs> He's what? pretty unlikable. Oh, the dad and it. He's the like, guy, look the at my jukebox. Then he's Frasier? in jail and an orange Frasier? jumpsuit. Yeah. yeah, that's a weird turn, isn't it? Which what? part? What? When he when the dad was in Frasier. <laughs> 
it's a prison release program. I mean, it kind of took me out of the Say Anything story. Yeah. I think maybe you shouldn't point. watch Say Anything and Frasier at the same time. I think it just blurs the lines too much. What's the point in picture in picture then? <laughs> What's the point in it? Um... I would like to do something now because Chris Hardwick's here, and along with his writing, songwriting team partner, Mike Furman, they are Wick and Man. No, it's Hard Hard, hard and Firm. And you're not, you're not Wick and Man? No. <laughs> that's, that'd, be good, man. that'd be good around the Halloween. Well, that's Wick not and the, Man. No, that's not the Nick Cage movie. That was Wicker Man, right? That was Wicker Wick Man. man. Yes. Yep. That would have been great. Why are you burning me in all these sticks? <laughs> What but did I do to deserve this? But in his version, it's Wicker, comma, man. Wicker, man. And it's Wicker, just, man. Read that. It's just it, him at Pier Imports. What? Pier, Pier 1. Pier 1. <laughs> Pier 1 Imports. <laughs> do you have a large effigy that we can purchase? Does this couch go inside and outside? <laughs> How do I get this to an island full of witches? <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys sound like him, but it's still pretty and funny. It's, it's getting it's worse like, and someone, worse. I think it's getting listening. better. Yeah, I was like, why was Doc Brown at Pier 1? <laughs> you guys sounded more like John Travolta trying to sound like him. And face off. That's I right. I mean, if you pull someone's skin off and put it on another skeleton, it'll look exactly the same. That's I mean, that how it good, works. Yeah. There's been a lot of voice stuff tonight already on the show. Mm-hmm. You might be right, Nick. <laughs> Thank you. That was a character I do. <laughs> So Chris and Mike wrote the theme song for my new thing, The Benson Interruption, uh, and uh, for the theme song for television. It's never had a theme song for the live show, but uh, I would like to debut it. What? Now, ahead of time. Are you playing the show? It's 15 seconds long. Yeah, it's 17 seconds, but, you know, who's counting? We'll play it like 14 times, so it lasts like a regular (laughs) song. To make it a full song. We'll play it the one time and see how everybody likes it, and if you like it, maybe we'll play it a second time so we can start that. It's kind of the same sort of, uh, uh, what do they call it, Uh, earworm? Earworm. As uh, as the theme for this show. I hum it all day long, every day now, and it's driving me insane. (laughs) So welcome to my world. Here it is is the hard and firm theme for the Benson Interruption. For the TV. Doug Benson has a show. He cuts off all his friends because it's the interruption. He's most happy when he's saying things that pop into his brain. It's funny. It's awkward. It's awkward. <laughs> Originally 32 That was fun That was really fun Because we had a dinner with you And you were like You were like Yeah man You know just like You know incorporate some of this stuff Make it like 30 seconds And we'll be fine So we made a 30 second version And then you're like This is too long You're like But you said No you that's, said that that's Welcome to the world Of trying to make a TV show Where you can't just get You can't just do what you I, want You have brutal. a lot of people To answer to I, I, the I was worst like, it's problem be, Anyone could went, ever have It went it went back and forth, 30 seconds, 22, 27, it's 15, like 18. Sometimes 18, yeah. Yeah, it's like... I, it's well, at, I, one point you said, at one point you said, songs are like math and there's no way for us to shorten it. There isn't. And then Mike figured out a way to shorten it. it no, was no, 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 
No, because you, you asked us to cut out two lines, and I said, no, there has to be a certain mathematical symmetry to the song. Like, you can't... I still got those two lines cut, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. But we had to cut four lines. We had to cut four lines to make yeah, it Yeah, but two out. of them were those two that you were talking about. Yeah. Um, I, I actually pitched Nick a theme song. I, do you mind if I sing the theme song that I pitched for Nick, Nick Schwartz's for pretend, pretend type? Yeah. I, we'd love to hear it. I don't have a... I'll just have to do it a cappella if that's all right. You, you don't have the music ready? No, I don't, I'm just going to do it a cappella. <laughs> Nick, Nick Swartz's pretend time. I'm Nick Swartz and I'm pretending to not have time for Nicole. So he said I had to cut out had three cut of those three farts. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to tighten that up. We had to and tighten I was the like, farts. mathematically, you can't cut those farts out. Right. No, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. <laughs> but we cut them out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cut them out. Have you been to the movies, Nick Swartzen, since the last time we talked in this very room? Yes, I have. What'd you see? So, ja- uh, Jackass 3D. Yeah. Nice. Um, I saw it, too. Did you? I was, what else I did was I see? talking to Nick. Yeah, Nick, fuck Nick. you. Nick <laughs> Sorry, Nick. I'm talking to Nick. When Wee Man was on the podcast, and he, uh, uh, I love and, Man. And, uh, he's so awesome, and, uh, and Mike Kaplan was also on, and every few minutes, Wee Man would belch really loud, and they go, Mike! <laughs> and he just kept doing it through the whole show. <laughs> was, he can't not be a jackass. That's great. There's no off switch on those jackasses. Ain't no off. Johnny Knoxville got a tooth knocked out by a flying dildo making that movie. A dildo hit him in the face so hard it knocked one of his teeth out. Man, that is living. (laughs) That happened to me. I had (laughs) really... Making the theme song for the next words of pretend that's how we roll, man. I have a fucking dildo cannon in my house. It's like one of those tennis ball guns with just penises. Yeah. It's good. I hit a thousand of them a day, like Agassi. It's like Fagassi. Yeah. That would be the best way to prepare for trespassers, to have a, like a t-shirt gun or something loaded with dildos. Because if somebody trespasses, they'll never forget what they did wrong yeah. if you shoot some dildos at them. Yeah. Old man flying Dick's house? <laughs> no, I don't go around there. <laughs> it ain't the guard dogs I'm afraid of. <laughs> it's them veiny flying saucers. <laughs> saucers? Yeah. Did you see well, Jackass? They, they shoot balls. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I, didn't I, see I saw it, it in, in not only in 3D, but I also was in one of those D-box chairs. At the Chinese theater here in Hollywood. What does that mean? And uh, the fucking chair moves the whole movie. They like pee it, in it, your coke. It, like, <laughs> what does that happen? Like I heard, I heard it was really good, like for Fast and Furious, because your chair is just like vroom, yeah. vroom. Yeah, like Jackass. It's like what the but chair jackass, farts or what? No, you just get hit in the no, face with dildos. Yeah, you just get your mouth get, fucked. When they get knocked down, the chair just violently, like you feel like a violent hit whenever they get hit. Oh, it's like some kind of haptic feedback on your chair. Yeah, they program the whole movie in, and like, but the worst part is during the disgust 
disgusting parts, which of which there are several, where you're sitting there in your seat thinking, I might throw up. Literally, like, literally almost threw up. Like when Steve-O, when Steve-O's doing that, like, yeah. that thing, like he's yeah. gonna throw up and he's heaving, the fucking chair heaves you the same way. So you're no watching a guy way. almost throw up from, you know, just eating a bar of shit. And then, and they have a and, midget, then, a midget, and then a midget comes out and just comes in your mouth. Yeah. Like, right? Do you realize that that was some guy or some team of people's passion project? <laughs> for like eight months was meetings about how much the chair should gyrate when Steve-O pukes. <laughs> or some guy just many, did it in an afternoon. Are all, <laughs> are all the chairs... Uh, it was making me laugh. But my my, like buddy, all, my, my no, buddy like told John, the theater. you could turn it off, and my my friend that I was there with, he turned the thing off. He was I didn't like, know you could turn like, it off. Yeah, he's like, I ha- I've had it with this. Because it was really like, every time they'd get smacked around, That's it retarded. was really violent. How the oh, like I can see Fast and the Furious, but Jackass, that seems weird. To, yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, the sweat scene in that. That's that's, that's when I, I almost lost it. That's when I almost lost it. Just thinking about it. You know the other time, only other the time shit time I, volcano. I yeah, came oh, pretty pretty close. The only other time that I almost puked in a movie was uh, Slumdog Millionaire when he falls into the the diarrhea pond. Yeah, the little kid. Yeah, yeah. that's I literally almost puked in the theater. But now that's just because I don't like brown people. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, is it a racial thing that the same sequence in Schindler's List didn't bother you? No, no. I, I, and also, that, that was in me, black and white, so yeah, it didn't yeah. look like shit, as shitty. No, I just found that erotic. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a weird movie scene in D-Box chair, Schindler's List. <laughs> Schindler's List. That would be really uncomfortable. What about uncomfortable. seeing Buried? What about the that movie in D-Box? In, D, in Louis just, D-Box? It just yeah. wouldn't like move at all? Yeah. Is that out? Did that come out? Yeah, it did. Did you see it? It did I, come out. I just, I, it makes me uncomfortable just thinking about it. Like the trailer was too much for me. Yeah. And and also, uh, why is uh, uh, there's no way you'd get cell phone service <laughs> if you're buried alive? But did you see it? Did you see it? Especially if you have AT and T, motherfucker. Nailed you don't it. Get a buck Nailed it. Either. Nailed it. Fuck you, AT and T. Too soon. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I'm sorry. I haven't seen this. I haven't seen. I didn't see Jackass. I wa- I finally saw uh, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, which is fucking awesome. Wait, you finally saw that? I don't even know what that is. I don't know what that is either. Uh, the, it's in the fucking title, Nick. A Mega Shark versus a Giant Octopus. Is it it's real? a movie? Yes, it's a movie, and and I think the produ- How many people saw it here? Does one of them win? Is there a clear winner at the end? Oh. Everyone loses, Doug. Is it animated? No. Well, there are some CG, quote unquote, CG parts. It's. I feel like who's in it? Like uh, Deborah Norman Gibson Fell is in it, is in it and or... Norman Fell is no longer alive. Oh, okay. uh, Lorenzo Lamas. Is it like Morgan Avatar? Fairchild is in it. It is like it's just like Avatar. Then I won't see it. But it, minus yeah. the budget. It's it like Avatar, by... but instead of James Cameron, Kirk Cameron. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk Cameron wrote and directed it. Was it was directed by Emilio Estevez. Yeah. And it's, the... it's called Avatar, and it's this blue alien. Oh, I like who's, that. Uh, I watched that. Uh, it, it, but it, it's it's a it's they I feel like they didn't tell the actors what the movie was going to be so the actors are very serious about it. I mean, they, I mean the actors and Deborah Gibson. And the, that's right. <laughs> she Don't was, fucking. I actually grown. She was my favorite part of the movie. She was my favorite. Deborah. Part of the movie. She was good in it. She was, was, it was. It was. It was interesting. It was. You have to see it. And because they're make they're actually making they're actually making Mega Python versus Gatoroid. They're making it. <laughs> 
They're made, of course, I looked her up on IMDb and I'm like, what other movies has she been working on? Of course, Mega Python versus Gatoroid. I wonder if these two are related. Uh, really? Gatoroid? Gatoroid. That, like, that just sounds like a weird growth on your neck or something. Yeah. yeah it does. Gatoroid. Is that, that. A, is that a previously named monster or is that a new one? I'm, I'm, sure, it's, I'm sure it's some sort of gate. I'm sure it's some sort of alligator type creature. Gatoroid like humanoid. Right, but they made it up though. It hasn't been in something before. I, a, I think this is Gatoroid's first credit, Doug. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh wait, I, I don't know. Nick and I are wondering. Nick was asking me what they were talking about. I still I don't, don't know, know what's going on because I had friends growing up. Like normally, <laughs> normally. <laughs> but just to be serious for a second. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Sorry. I think normally you have to have your own movie before you can be in a versus situation. <laughs> In another movie. Right. You have to have already been in I, something. Wait, was Gatorade was in Hannah and Her Sisters, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 That That's was right. it. Okay. He was, yeah, Gatorade the Gatorade was the ends one up with Diane Weist at the yeah, end. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Gatorade sells <laughs> Diane Weist coke. I just don't know if I love him, but he's just wonderful, but, you know, it's complicated now. <laughs> I don't get along with the bird who cleans his teeth. No. <laughs> Uh, we a while back. Nick um, hasn't known what's gone on for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I got me nothing. And, me and my buddy John Mulaney wanted to create a Diane Weiss film festival called the Weiss Infection. <laughs> <laughs> Get infected. <laughs> that's that's what see that's what happens when you have friends, Chris. That's what happens. You come up with the gayest concepts possible. <laughs> Uh, Paranormal Activity 2, I saw that. Really? Did you really? I didn't I even did. see the first one. Is it one. real? I didn't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> yep, another family decided to tape every minute of their lives. <laughs> it's really funny how it's like, it's pretty much the same movie, but they're like, how can we amp this up? And, and they just add a dog and a baby. <laughs> like, like, oh, now the spirits are fucking with a dog and a really? baby. That's like, that's more intense than just some no, is arguing though? couple. That first one pissed me off so much. It, like, it. it was so good most of the way through. And then, then there's the scene where the fucking Ouija board like catches on fire, and their reaction the next day is like, oh, I don't know. Like they they don't fucking like. Wouldn't that be the moment where they're like, we need to get the fuck out of this house? Like, but they they take it like they take it in stride. Also for me, not enough Gatoroid. Not enough Gatoroid. <laughs> Gatoroid versus Paranormal Activity. <laughs> It'll happen. It'll totally happen. But yeah, I didn't. I don't like. I didn't care for either of the movies. I got snub, I got uh, tricked twice because um, I just find it very boring waiting for something scary to happen when that scary thing is going to be something I don't even really believe in or find scary. I don't like scary movies. I don't. I don't like going to see them. Well, I find you don't them like boring. them. You don't like scary movies, or you just don't give a fuck. No, I don't. Well, I, Do you get I scared? Act, or you I saying? get scared, and I don't like that emotion. I don't like that feeling. Like I saw The Exorcist when I was five, and it kind of fucked with me. You're five. Yeah. How yeah, did that happen? That's like one of the. That's that's like one of the scariest ones ever. Like, yeah. It's not like all horror movies are as scary as. Yeah, that. but it, it left a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> What is going through your head when you're watching a little girl fuck herself with a crucifix? And how do I get my sucks cocks in hell? How do I get myself one of them crucifixes? Nice. 
<laughs> well played. <laughs> I saw I saw Phantasm when I was seven years old on Halloween night on HBO on home box office as ah. it was called at the time. And uh, it's, I mean that was the hour that Rambo wasn't playing. <laughs> <laughs> this was in the seventies. Man, I'll tell you my two favorite c- contemporary horror films. <laughs> that I enjoy. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What's the other option? Ancient horror films? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. This pictogram depicts a horrifying Egyptian situation. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Don't walk by years. that cave. It's got a really scary wall. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the bison in there. They're having fun with me. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're anyway. not having fun with you. Okay, they're no more. Fun at, you. at my yeah. at the back of my at head. Your Expense. What Did you see two contemporary th- horror films? The Orphanage. That's one. Spanish film. That's that incredible. Loved it. Mm-mm. Fuck you. All right. And then the next one is. Did you see The Descent? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That one fucked me up like pretty bad. I thought that bad. movie was de- decent. It was decent. It was pretty decent. <laughs> it was pretty decent. <laughs> I saw this. The, I did see a horror movie that I really love called Made in Manhattan. Yep. <laughs> did, did anybody want to explain the face to the to the podcast? <laughs> did you see the sequel? What was it called? Made in Manhattan. Full blown maids. <laughs> <laughs> That movie was scary. Now, that one. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, brother. How long have that you had that good. one in the holster? A couple seconds. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. Nick can AIDSify anything. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I was sitting trying to, you know, pick out the best parts of what we did last night mm-hmm. for the TV show, and... Uh, I think between I think all I think all four of us say AIDS at some point. It's really Hope too, so. it's really an AIDSathon. Finally, if people are going to look into the job. problem. Yeah, exactly. Finally. I'm fairly certain I did not reference AIDS uh, in the in the show. No, but pretty much every other horrifying every time you say it on television. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you didn't have to pay AIDS when Michael Jackson died. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that was a non sequitur more than a. I wasn't trying to say he had AIDS or. I don't know what I was trying to say. I don't know. I've been making a lot of Michael Jackson jokes lately, and people don't are sensitive to them, and I don't understand why. Well, I used to vote in uh, the 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 school near my house was the Michael Jackson Auditorium, and then when the uh, the last round of allegations came out, they put these uh, wood blocks over Michael and Jackson, so it just said Auditorium. Really? Yeah, yeah. They didn't change it to like the Tito Jackson one. But then he died. And they brought it back and, up. Well, first, Captain EO came back to Disneyland. Yes. And then they the restored... Is in. The, yeah, then they restored Michael Jackson Auditorium. It's so, so weird. So when I vote uh, next Tuesday, I'm going to be voting in the Michael Jackson Auditorium. Nice. Wow. Yeah, when you're done, after you select your thing and they give you your I Voted sticker, they say beat it. Have you... <laughs> <laughs> How does that... That killed two of us. <laughs> How does that joke work on the 68-year-old retiree who, who gives you that sticker? I can't wait to find out. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm going to vote. 
I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna stand in the booth for a second, vote yes on weed, and then leave. <laughs> I'm not even gonna vote for anything else. <laughs> You knock, like, you knock the, over one of the voting booths and go, excuse me, um, this voting booth is off the wall. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> Don't even leave time for booze or applause. Go right into the thank you. <laughs> thank you. Same joke. I'm just, I'm just hoping the old lady that checks people in is named Diana. <laughs> I think you, you just like sweet. cover her in mud. So she's dirty. Dirty Diana. Dirty Diana. Yeah. That would be taking it to the next level, <laughs> to be sure. But those were two good horror movies that you mentioned, Nick. Nice job. Thank you. Chris Hardwick, what's your favorite? Horror movie? Contemporary. Um, I really... It's uh, <laughs> a real word. I, 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 actually, I actually enjoyed the original version of Let the Right One In. I thought it was really awesome. Did you see the remake? I did not see the remake. I heard I the remake's really good. I hear it's really so good. faithful that it's good if you haven't seen the other one, but it's not so great if you've seen it, because it's just like, it's almost like that... Uh, Shot by shot remake of Psycho that was so terrible. Right, right. that was that was pretty good. And there's excuse a movie- me. Oh, hey, come on, guys, we're all friends. No, I don't want it. <laughs> Gus is a close friend. <laughs> is that I'm gonna do a shot for shot remake of Elephant. <laughs> but but instead of a high school old age home, love it. Oh, I'd watch spin. that. Good spin. I also saw. I also saw. Uh, there's a Spanish movie called uh, uh, Chrono Crimines, which means time crimes, and it's a super mind bendy like time travel movie. Was it scary? Does, what does it have to do with horror? Oh, I take it back. Um, <laughs> someone just posted on my one of my bloggers just wrote that there was a movie called. Um, Something like let no children die or no no children should die or something like that. Some uh, span another Spanish horror. Oh, movie. based children on the, the George corn. Bush speech. Yep, that's right. <laughs> no child left behind. That will be a great horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought George Bush said no child should die or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like he was making a good point. No yeah. child should. Let's, let's live in a country where we don't let children die. <laughs> no children will ever die. A society of zombie children forever. I'm trying to find the name of this movie on my... my... Oh, that's a good idea. Nick, what do you think? <laughs> Besides Made in Manhattan, give me a real one. Um, a real Enough, horror movie? Who can kill a child? Around. Who can kill a child? It's I can, can I have. Oh, I thought you were looking for volunteers. <laughs> Oh, Doc Brown may have. Who can well. kill a child? Um, Who can kill a child? I, oh, I, I mean, I honestly don't. I very rarely watch horror movies. I don't like them. Uh, but I was just talking about that movie, Altered States, recently, awesome. which is sort of a horror movie. No, no, I'm shaking my head because that movie freaks me the shit out. Yeah, that movie freaked me out. It's for those. It's a movie. William Hurt, early seventies. He's like a part of this like intellectual academics crew but they're also drug users he's like smoking a ton of weed and he goes in this deprivation tank this like uh what is it you just lay in salt water in the dark and it's like the womb it's supposed to get you totally body temperature and you're supposed to like it's like being back in the womb and so he sort of trips out in there and then he goes down to mexico where he tries this drug that's like peyote and he uh, wakes up after his trip with hey the- i don't i'm sorry to interrupt but are you going to describe the whole movie <laughs> 
Yeah, so now people have to see it now. <laughs> anyway. This but on one of his, this isn't the Doug Benson movie description. On one of his, <laughs> on one of his trips, he, he sees like a fucking ram that has eight eyes or seven yeah, eyes or yeah. something. And that, oh, I can't. That bugged you out. That one is, that's a, a thing I wish I could unsee. Really? Yeah. I think it sounds fucking horny. <laughs> Get it? Thank you. When I'll say it for you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Early 70s? Yeah. Fuck. William Hurt. It's crazy town. I want to see that. But I don't, I don't like scary movies. Won't see him. All right. Well, I hope that's not going to be a category in the Leonard Maltin game. Because it's time to play. Maltin scary game. <laughs> Look at that name tag. <laughs> There's a, there's a professional one over there. So, uh, Chris Hardwick, who would you like to play for in the audience? Uh, tr- pick. There's three name tags to choose from that I can see. Oh, there's a couple back there. Well, I know, but I have to go with the. Oh, uh, you know what? You did. You did use. Uh, you did use your finger to write that. But I got to go with Sean over here because he has a "Hello, my name is" uh, app clearly on his iPhone, and that is. Uh, I respect that. That's awesome. Okay, so Chris is going to play for Sean. Nick, who would you like to play for? Swartzen. I'm going to play for the Philadelphia Flyers right there. All right. He doesn't have a name tag. Yeah, he does on the back. Oh, oh shotgun go booyah. Holy shit. Shotgun go booyah. What does it say again? Giriachilo? Garcillo. You're drinking that incredibly awful Bud Light and Clamato uh, mix. I see those billboards in Sun Valley in Espanol sometime. What is it? What is that? What is that? Uh, what's the name? What is it? Oh, wait, it's beer and tomato juice. Chilada, yes, chilada. Chilada. Abierto. Chilada. Which I assume is like great if you're at like an upscale Mexican restaurant. Yep. But bad in a tin can fucking tall boy. Do a, we have do all a this quick beer. commercial for do a commercial for that yeah. product. Quieres, would you like to drink a clamato and beer? Have you lost a bet? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll play for the girl who uh, complimented me outside and stroked my ego. Sorry, fella. Yeah. What's her name? What does that say? Erica Curry. Erica Curry? No last names, please. (laughs) Erica. Okay, so we got Erica. We got Giancarlo. It could be Tim Curry, by the way, just just so you're aware. (laughs) Okay. And uh, Sean. Uh, Okay, so remember who you're playing for, you guys, because I forgot already. And um, Sean. Chris, of course, has been, uh, he's been part of the Tournament of Championships. Uh-oh. Yeah, he's a, he's a strong player, you guys. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Swartzen, though, first time, out, first time he played, he came out strong. Did a good job. That's right. <laughs> oh, I just did that. Nick Kroll hasn't made an impression one way or the other. I won last time. Oh, okay. Good for you. Totally by default of bad playing on someone else's part. <laughs> yeah, it's the strategy game as much as a knowledge game. Who, who was it who played badly? Tom Selleck. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't bring it? He, no. Did not bring it. Magnum P.U.? Nah. <laughs> That's what he did. Yeah. This is, wait, I just saw Three Men and a Baby the other day. It was on TV. Hold up. And I watched it. And, uh, did you see the ghost? It, it held up. Did not see the ghost. But my favorite part about what I realized, like movies in the 80s, is that it's like the most broad family comedy but yet there's a huge cocaine subplot. <laughs> Which I just love that cocaine was so everywhere in the 80s that it, it was just in a family comedy. It just was like a part of people's really? lives. Yeah. It's like a fucking huge thing about like 
Ted Danson getting coke and shit. It was fucking awesome. He does it off the baby. It was crazy. <laughs> you forget all those little things. <laughs> Do you know what's uh, you know what's ironic is if you watch the movie Ghost, you can see three men and a little lady in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Nick is getting cheating with face laughs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get All right. some uh, <clears throat> All right. We should do a movie called <laughs> Coaxed. And it's ghost, but it's fucking coke. And then there's just a scene of you and me on the pottery wheel, and we're just building fucking coke. I don't know. Right. Huge lines Sorry. to blow. I don't know. Just say, all right. Sorry, Doc. And Whoopi Goldberg's in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a fucking coke. <laughs> the crazy thing is, you could actually get that made, Nick Swords, and you could actually get I that could, I could made. see what I am. I'll see what I can fucking do. All right. Good. I'll chip away at the system. It's funny that Chris Hardwick has a, I don't know if it's going to make it into the final cut, but Chris Hardwick has a reference to ghost in the set that he did last night. Is that true? And, yeah. And I it, did. And, yeah. and it specifically involved the pottery wheel. So Really? Yeah, so it'll be interesting. When people see him on TV, they're going to be like, oh, you just got that idea when listening to those guys talk about yeah. it. Oh, shit. Yeah, right? Yeah, fuck. You fucking thief. <laughs> future I'm thief. I'm a future thief. Yes. Nice. You should just... Yes. Chrono Crimen. Chrono Crimen, yes. <laughs> I go into the future to steal comedy jokes. We, pre- we already previewed your song, so you might as well preview that joke. How'd that joke the joke was, uh, do you think Patrick Swayze now goes up behind people in pottery classes and hugs them just to crack up other ghosts? <laughs> the Swayze guy is hilarious! So that, hopefully that'll get in the show. That'll be funny. That was funny. That was like your, clo- I think, no, that's not your closer, but I think we're going to go to commercial on that. Okay. <laughs> And then we come back and do tweets. Yeah, that's right. Is your show an hour or a half hour? It's a half hour. So, Are you serious? So that we, we all did we, like no, 25 fucking minutes. Way. We taped like 90 minutes with these guys last night. <laughs> oh my god! And we have to narrow it down. To, cut that we have down? to narrow it down to 22 minutes. Gosh. Yeah, nice. yeah. Thank God the theme song is only 17 seconds. That's right. <laughs> Gives us a little breathing room. Uh, you're gonna have to cut some more other theme song down. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> we'll cut Doug the Benson clapping. Has a, we literally a, each did like 40 minutes of the taping. <laughs> we'll They're gonna cut, cut the, it down to like we'll cut four. The clapping. Well, there'll be like you know if there's a DVD or something. Can I say though, it was a tremendous amount of fun. Like you, you were fantastic, and the audience there was great. And yeah, the sets were super awesome. It was, you it's, looked it's a, great. It's a really good show. You looked fantastic. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You're the best three possible first show people I could have had. <laughs> Huzzah! XLCR. Let's. We gotta play the game. We gotta. We gotta get out of here. These people have been here yeah, for true. seven hours. It's not about um, them. <laughs> it's true. It is. It, I mean, I like to put on a good show for the live crowd, but it is for the listeners out right? there. Right. So it's f all of you. It's for those. <laughs> It's for those sad, sad young men that don't have friends. Oh, that just listen I'm to the sorry. podcast and it's their friend. Oh, well, that's wonderful that the podcast has them. And vice versa. Would you like, we'll start with you, Nick Roll. Would you like a motion picture that takes place in or around an airplane? That was submitted by someone on Twitter called At The Awful People. Uh, would you like it's Bob Hoskins birthday oh. yesterday because now it's after midnight but yesterday oh. it's Bob Hoskins birthday so would you like Bob Hoskins movies mm. or would you like the aforementioned and category you probably want to stay away from horror films um, the first one was what again plane movies uh, which are also horror films generally the brother uh, Bob I Hoskins would... movies are also generally horror films so you're really I'll go uh, the plane, in a corner plane movies okay 
Would you like a plane movie from 1997, 2005, or 2006? Um, 2005. All right. Hold your guesses, audience. I hear murmuring already. Some some nerd knows it already. Uh, two stars from Leonard Maltin. Okay. Can't say that I disagree. Uh, as I said, it was from 2005, and I'll give you a couple little snippets from the review without giving away what the movie is. Um, one character wakes up from a nap. <laughs> and <laughs> Got it. I already know it. Do you really? I think I do. Okay, and then... Nappy uh, Gilmore. Yep, Nappy Gilmore. <laughs> Done. Told you. Oh, and Leonard also says, he says, this contemporary thriller... <laughs> See, I told you it's a fucking real word. I believe that it was, that it was a I word. I don't think you did. He says it becomes remote and uninvolving. All right, and uh, there are 10 names. How many names do you think you can get in? 10. Nick Kroll says 10. We come over here to Chris Hardwick. He thinks he knows it already. Uh, so it might be an interesting You know bit. what? I, actually, I think there were a couple, just the way that they cluster like types of movies. Out, I think there were a couple there. But I think, I, I think maybe I could do it in five names. It says five, Nick Schwartzen. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it in 40. <laughs> so what do I do? I, I can't do it. You in could five, say so. You, you gotta say, Chris, name that movie. Name the movie, Chris. <laughs> All right, so you get five names. Okay. Uh, would you like the clues again? I was no. It was a napping thing, right? Yeah. And it, it, it was, Someone it was wakes up from a nap, involving, and it's a contemporary thriller. <laughs> okay. And then yeah, it's uninvolving. Uninvolving. Uh, Stephanie Pharisee. Oh. <laughs> Michael Irby. Judith Scott, Greta Scotchy, Scotchy, some might say. Yeah, Scotchy. I, I think I know what it is. And Michael it. Lawson, that doesn't help, so what is it? Uh, I think it might be Flight Plan. That's correct! Yeah! Flight Plan! Do you even know? Jodie Foster. My review of that movie um, was... Uh, Bob Hoskins was in Flight Plan? Yep. <laughs> no, you're, that's we the gotta category. Fly oh. Uh, oh, wait, what was the category? Plane movies. Movies in a plane. Oh, shit. Movies yeah. that take place inside was... Bob Hoskins. Okay, it's okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. I take it back. I thought my, it was Bob Hoskins. My review of uh, Flight Plan was they should have called it Panic Plane and then not made it. <laughs> I, liked Fly, I liked Flight Plan. You did? Yep, I did. All right. It was kind of, a, it was kind of an odd plot that didn't really... Like, Is that the one with uh, sure the didn't. Irish guy in it? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you remember Flight Plan? I, I remember the... the Jodie Foster wakes, wakes up, up from a nap and, like, and her daughter's, her daughter's missing on a she plane. On the like, where could she be but on the plane? Turns out Jodie Foster knows a lot about the plane because she's like There's built planes for a living. So she's really got a lot at stake. There's she's got to find her daughter on the plane somewhere. She breathes on the plane. That's what she does. Her reputation and her child are at stake. heart in the window when she breathes. Oh, Okay. All right, so Chris Hardwick got that point, and uh, Nick Kroll was not involved in that skirmish, so he'll start the next round. Uh, would you like to do a movie uh, featuring an actor from Back to the Future, because it's the 25th anniversary, as we were talking about earlier? Uh, would you like an actor from Glengarry Glen Ross, for no reason other than that that movie's awesome? Mm-hmm. 
and uh, and that Nick and I think there should be a Glen Gary, Glen Married, or whatever, unmarried. Glen Gary unmarried. Glen Gary unmarried. <laughs> that's all right. Whatever. Or in theaters now. That's motion pictures that are in theaters now. Um, I would like. Uh, let's do uh, Glen Gary, Glen Ross. Okay. Uh, you get an uh, uh, actor from Glengarry Gunn Ross who's in this, uh, these other movies mm-hmm. uh, from 2001, 2003, or 2006? 2006. Okay. Leonard gives us three and a half stars. I, maybe this, I'd maybe go the same, maybe a little less. He calls it potent. <laughs> and he says... So we uh, could get a bitch pregnant? I'm sorry, I didn't want to say that. I take it back. I apologize. He, you're getting I'm, ready for I'm your comic view. Angry at myself. <laughs> and he said it was inspired by a 2002 movie. Oh, balls. Yeah. What year was it? 2006? 2006. Inspired by a movie in 2002. Three and a half stars. Potent. And there are 13 names. Inspired by... Um, the clues make it harder, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to dwell on the clues. Uh, I'll, I'll say uh, ten. That's also one of the seven or eight actors that were in Glengarry and Ross I know. is in this, so it doesn't narrow things down much. Um, ten names, you say? Yeah. All right. Chris Hardwick? Oh, jeez. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I haven't seen Glengarry Glen Ross, I think, since I saw it in the theater. So I have a basic understanding of that. I know uh, a bunch. Of, I mean, I you know what? Four I wanna, yeah, what? 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 Right. You were like, you know what? Like, you're going to announce something. <laughs> I was going to make him do it. That I wanted to. You're going to make him name it? But that's 10, that's 10 out of 13. Shit. No, because you know what's going to happen? If he can't do a 10 out of 13, I will murder him on the spot. I know, I know, but what's going to... Make for great podcasting. I will tell you exactly... I'll I'll describe the murder. I will will tell you exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to, just because I don't want him to have to do it, I'll go, well, I'll do it nine, and the next person will go, fucking do it, and then I'll have to do it, and then I'm not going to get it, and then Sean's going to... But Nick could get eight names. That's still pretty doable. How many should I go for, Sean? You have a stake in this. I think you can get it. In how many? Chris is consulting with a stranger <laughs> who knows how to, who knows how to find an app on iPhone. <laughs> Clearly an expert. He's convinced he that thinks I can get, get five. five. I don't think so. I if think you I... go down to five, then Nick's definitely okay, going to say okay, it. Okay, okay, I, I okay. I will say eight names. There you go. All right. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I can get it in seven? <laughs> He's looking to Clamato, by the way, yeah. everybody. Gaspacho doesn't think he can do it. <laughs> All right. Because that's what it becomes when it gets cold. Mm-hmm. It just turns into Gaspacho in a oh. can. Hide your big You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I can do it in seven. All right. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So now it's back to Nick Kroll. Um... Purely uh, to be the center of attention, I'll say that I can do it in six. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Kroll, name oh, that shit. movie. Here we go. All right. Oh, oh the exciting. Name, name, name that movie. Yeah, name that movie. All right, name that movie. Okay, uh, potent, three and a half stars, uh, based on a, inspired by a 2002 movie. What does that mean? They're like, that's a good idea. We should do yeah, that too. I don't understand what that means. You'll get it later, maybe. Um, once you find out what it is. How many names? Six. Six. Dorothy Lyman. Kevin Corrigan. Mark, oh. Mark Rolston. 
David Patrick O'Hara. James Badge Dale. <laughs> and the sixth name is the actor that was in Glengarry Glen Ross, Alec Baldwin. Oh. Oh. Um, uh, 2006, and this got three and a half stars out of how many? 2005, isn't it? Out of four, and it's 2006. Oh. What, are you, what, are you, what kind of game are you running? Um, this is pre-30 Rock. <laughs> so he was swimming at the bottom of the barrel. Um, Leonard gave it three and a half stars. That's a good. That's, that's a, no that's bottom a, of the barrel shit. No, I know, I know. That's some real deal stuff. Um, oh, oh. It. Oh wait, is this still plane related? No. No. <laughs> um, We're gonna have to ask you to guess. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say the correct answer is married to the mob. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little bit older, I think. Uh, Chris, do you want to just say it just for fun? I think I can't remember the name of it. Is it the one with Anthony Hopkins? No. Nick? What do you think it is? <laughs> is it the, the Departed? Yeah! Oh, oh my god! Shit. Oh, well, that was 2006? Yeah, that and it was inspired by the Hong shit. Kong police yeah, movie yeah, Infernal yeah. Affairs yeah. from 2002. Oh my god, I can't believe that movie's already four years old. Oh. I can't believe you think four years is so long ago. <laughs> Wait, no, so I think it was not long ago. I can, I, I'll, I'll never, I, I'm remembering that rat walking across the thing at the end like it was yesterday. <laughs> Wait, and, so, it, and that wasn't a good day. So no. Jack, you almost got Jack, the part of the rat in that Jack, one. <laughs> You came was down to you in an actual. It was between you and Pat Oswald, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> oh my God! Can I tell it uh, quickly? We were at Comic Con and I, I did, a, did a show with Patton and, and Posehn, and Patton had a glass of scotch, and uh, they could the, the guy couldn't remember what kind of scotch it was, and Posehn goes, "Hey, why don't you use that rat nosier there? Uh, whatever his name was." Remy or Ratatouille. Remy. Ratatouille. That's what he said. Why don't you use that rat nose ears to figure it out, Ratatouille? God, who was that an impression of? That was an impression of Posehn. Oh, okay, sorry. Po- Do I Why don't point? you use that rat nose of yours, Ratatouille? Is that better? Wait, Chunk from Goonies was that? Yep. <laughs> I don't know why he was just doing a set. Uh, so if you wanted, if you're just curious, listeners, uh, the 2001 Glengarry Glen Ross movie was Royal Tenenbaums with uh, the Alec Baldwin did the uh, narration, and uh, 2003 was Cat in the Hat that also had Alec Baldwin doing God knows what because I, I never I never saw Cat in the Hat. All right, so let's. Do I get a point? That's the end of that category. I'm Goodbye, Glengarry Glen Married. Do I get right. a fucking point or what? No, you get season two. He did get a point. You get a season two. Of what? Pickup. Oh, <laughs> that's what it's based on. How are you going to mix Wait, up the what? theme for the next season of uh, <laughs> Pretend to? So uh, makes sense. Let's let's play the, let's season. play the game. That might be more fun. <laughs> Whatever was just happening. But, but when nobody laughed to... at that last joke, it seemed like it was going so well. <laughs> <laughs> Tough but fair. Do I get a point? Uh, you got a point for because you told him to name it, right? No. Chris told him to name it. But I so fucking named that shit, man. So now Chris has a point, and Nick still had a point, right? Yeah, I have a point. No, Chris, Chris which Nick? Chris has two. But he didn't get the departed, Oh, yeah, because I told him the name, and he didn't get it. Oh, shit. Yeah, so Sean, who I'm playing for off the side, is like, he's got two points. Like, he's really <laughs> but, invested. But I wait, don't get a little b- a half point? But do you, like a bonus? Do you really have two points, Chris? Oh, no, wait, because you, you told him to. Nick, Nick, Nick Swanson has a point, because he's the That's one. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
I told so him. Everybody has a point. Shut except the fuck for up, Nick. Sean. You totally threw. It's this. not possible. I told. I told him. Oh to wait. Name the last one. No, Hardwick told him to name it. Bid a dollar. <laughs> so, did, so Chris has two points. Is that what everybody thinks it is? But no, does, Chris does, won. No. Do no, I have a point? Then Chris won. Yes. So it's two. I get one for just saying the departed. Flight plan. Who no, who is supposed to guess flight that. plan? I like the scenario where Chris wins and then everyone goes home. Yeah, that's what I'm excited about. Absolutely. Do you know you've had a great show when the audience is excited about going home? <laughs> They've been here a while, but Yay. usually, usually yeah. you've done I know. I feel before. It was Death a long Ray. night, and I should say, Death Ray, if, you, if they do it again next Halloween, people fight to get tickets because these guys were smart and they got their tickets because the whole... F- the whole entrance and then throughout the theater, they turn it into a haunted house. Right, and so it's one of those typical where you walk around in the dark and people jump out of you and it's fucking scary as fuck. And uh, and then and then they all sit down for a, a really fun show. And um, it's great. The cobwebs that are normally here are a nice touch. <laughs> Just fucking leave them up. Those were live people at the beginning of the night. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Chris won our game. Congratulations, hey, Chris. Hey, I feel good about stuff. That was great. Got an amazing prize package for the uh, winner. Who'd you win for, Sean? Sean, he's right back there. He's right there, Sean. You get, I can't, you're going to tear into these right away. Uh, Chris was nice enough to bring uh, Vampire Uprising. Yep, sent to me which looks G4, like Vampire a, Uprising. It looks like a kind of a romantic novel with vampires. And this one I can't figure out that they sent to me. I don't know why. Crown of the Crystal Flame. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that doesn't sound very manly, but... <laughs> But he has some sort of uh, cat animal as a pet. So another thing for you to read is I brought a copy of Leonard Maltin's 151 Best Movies You've Never Seen. And I also have a Benson Interruption t-shirt and a uh, Doug Benson Professional Humor Indian CD. Oh, my God. And... uh, and this shirt says what on it? It says Nerdist. Yeah. It's a shirt that someone made for Chris's Nerdist podcast uh, in honor of it or whatever. Right? And it was too big for me. It was too I'm big a for individuals. So. Yeah. So this is too big for him. So Sean, you lucked out. You, you can, can put it on over your flight of the Concord. It's a one of a. Sean. It's a one of a kind shirt. And then okay, that's it. But also, this is fantastic. There was a TV show on FX, like it must have been like a decade ago or something, hosted by Jillian Barbary, and it was called The Test. Oh and my God! I, I, I was, did that show. I was did you a, really? Yeah. Yeah. I was a guest on it one time, and they gave me this weird man purse, and uh, so I'm finally what was the show? I'm finally regifting uh, it. It was like it's called the, the Test. It was in like that era of like all these fucking dumb panel shows. There was just hundreds. You of sat them. around there, just like if you could have AIDS or a European vacation, which would you pick? And Wait. then you all sit. The panel sits and argues about which would be yeah, the better choice. Retarded. Is she the one who dated was dating OJ when he killed? No. Allegedly? No. I don't think so. She's been a I she's been a OJ. weather girl with big fake boobs on in Los Angeles for a long time. Okay, she's the one on like Good Morning LA. She's married to like some sports guy and then they got divorced and now she's married to some other dude and I I know too much about her. <laughs> Why don't you just download Jillian Cast already? To- I met her at a party once. I don't remember if we smoked pot or not, but we probably did. Let's just say we did, just because, you know, who's going to complain? It's a podcast. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to plug before we go? i got to find out who they want to call shitheads. Where are the, uh, the uh, losers? Not losers isn't the right word for what? When does this air? The, when not, is the people who are represented by losers. When is it coming out, Doug? Don't losers call the guy drinking chelada a loser. That would be... <laughs> 
I have a gift for my for my, for my. This will plop in a few days. What do you have? I was. This is. I forgot to bring something, but I was gonna. I made these T-shirts, so I was gonna give him my T-shirt. You're gonna go home without a shirt. Oh, perfect. So you get this shirt. What does the shirt say? Yeah, sexy. Says legalized crystal meth. That's awesome. I um, I went in on that shirt with Nick. <laughs> this is my booze body. <laughs> uh, what else do you guys want to plug? Anything? Uh, the the league is still every uh, Tuesday yeah, on FX. It's every Thursday. That's what I meant. Every Tuesday. Every Thursday at 10.30. And I'll be at the uh, Helium in Portland this weekend and the Helium in Philadelphia next weekend. Nice. Uh, come on. Uh, uh, all right, I'm going to be at... Uh, 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 well, that was a shorter version. I'm going to be at the St. Louis Funny Bone November 8th and 9th, uh, Louisville Improv uh, November 18th to 20th. And uh, the Pot the Vote tour concludes this weekend. So if you hear the podcast right away, you can still make it. San Francisco on Saturday, Sacramento on Sunday, both Punchline Comedy Clubs at 420. I'll be performing at Fun 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 Fest in Austin, Texas. With uh, you, what other? You, why don't you make up some more credits? That's a real thing. <laughs> no, I've heard of it. It's, oh, it's supposed to be fun. It fun, is fun, fun. fun. <laughs> Uh, but not very fast. It's just fun, fun, fun and fun. Fun, fast. It's, um, it's not fast. Uh, Weird Alfred Yankovic will also be there. Yay! Uh, What's the date of the thing? That's Al. November 5th. And then I think I'll be in uh, Atlanta at the Laughing Skull. And then after that, I think I'll be at the Addison Improv in Addison, Texas. Don't be ashamed of plugging the things that you're doing. <laughs> it just makes me feel empty inside, Nay, when I talk about my... <laughs> Okay. I I uh, what? I wrote and directed Tron. That's <laughs> really, you did? Uh, Wait, so. the, the original? Yay, the Nick Cole, Chris Hardwick, and the director of the new Tron. Nick Swartzen. Nick Swartzen, everybody. Correct. Correct. Thank you for hanging in there. Wait, I gotta get a picture of you guys after we after I do this. No. As always, Matt Morgan is a shithead. And Chilada is a shithead. 